0: Welcome and good morning. It is a fabulous, wonder, wonderful Monday morning here in Houston, Texas. Um, you are listening to the Beauty Boss Show at this moment. If you are not on our Facebook Live, make sure to go to www. FinalDraftRadio.com, and you can listen to us live. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I know I did. Um, as some of you know, if you are followers on my Instagram or Facebook, I am getting married. <laughs> and yesterday we finally booked our venue, so that was pretty exciting. So, um, like, it's not going to kill my budget either, which is really great. So uh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So how was your your weekend? And I hope it was fantastic. If you were in the salon all weekend, as you know, it's prom season already. So we are kicking butt in prom season and a lot of stuff going on. Um, But as you know, at the end of the day on Saturdays, you're ready to just like, throw everything you know out the door and just relax and chill but then come that Monday morning you're looking for inspiration and this is the show that you can get total inspiration uh, when it comes to anything in the beauty industry this is where you need to be at so today I have a special special friend of mine that is going to be my special guest Um, and There's a lot that you're going to hear on today's show that, you know, we briefly spoke a few weeks ago and not only did we work together as facilitators and educators, but, um, where she's come from and where she is now is amazing. And she sent me a copy of her book, which at the end of the show, you could win a free copy of this book called hashtag sheer destiny. And. She sent me the audio version, but it was like I would listen to the audio and go to the book and listen to the audio and go to the book because it, it is freaking phenomenal. Um, I can't say enough of how many times I just did not want to put this book down. It was so inspiration, uh, inspirational and um, today we're going to talk about it. So welcome to the show, Monet.
1: Thank you so much, Brenda, for that introduction. and I just want to say thank you to the network for um, inviting me on here today to not only share my passion and talk about you know my businesses and my brands, but um, also my journey and um, you know, I'm just grateful that I've had the chance to work with you throughout the years with Redkin, and uh, and that journey has continued on even after. So uh, yes, congratulations on the wedding and not breaking the budget. So yeah. that's always a great thing. <laughs> oh <win>. yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, hashtag win all the way. Hashtag win, that's for sure. That is for sure. So um, Monet, I always like to start off, you know, with a little bit of a testimony because that's that's a big deal in our industry. On. You know, because a lot of times we don't know where to go and don't know where we want to be a lot of times. And we sometimes can get lost, you know, in it all. So I want to know, who is Monet? Who is Monet Colbert?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I'll try to give you the clip note versions of it. And Mm -hmm. this is something that um, I actually do chronicle, as you know, throughout the book. Um, Mm -hmm. And I will say this. I have recently, over the last two years, really found Monet, mm-hmm. um, not only just in life, but in business and also my purpose. And um, what I how I titled uh, Chapter One, The Long Walk Home, that seems to be the uh, common theme in, in my life. Mm-hmm. But every journey in which I have taken, I have gained some kind of uh, building block to get me to this point.
2: Mm-hmm. And...
1: Um, I think as we get older, we get wiser. Um, sometimes we're faced with challenges in life that are just unfair,
2: mm-hmm. um, and
1: it can be a number of things. And and sadly, it's pretty pretty common in our industry. Um, and I think that it comes down to what we do with those obstacles. You know how we um, how we look at them and turn them into triumphs rather than tragedies. Um, yes. Or. Uh, unfortunate circumstances. So um, one of the things that I love about this industry is that there's such a unique vast broad of creative, intellectual, loving individuals in this industry. And that's how um, I have just become so attached to it. So um, going back to the beginning of this entire journey, um, it really took 24 years to get here in the beauty industry. And most people think that because of my Uh, Five years spent with L'Oreal and Redken. That it started out in the hair side of the business, and Mm -hmm. quite frankly, it didn't. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: In um, 24 years ago, when I got my license, not that I'm trying to age myself, but I think it puts things in perspective. Um, When I went to cosmetology school, it was really because I was trying to pursue a career in the entertainment world. And at the time, I lived in Los Angeles, and I was a single mom, and it was very difficult to um, support my child uh, working as a aspiring actress, so you're only as good as your last job,
2: mm. and I needed
1: mm. to find a way to continue to get those jobs, and um, young, just moving from the East Coast, I was pretty much a go-getter I always say I was really ruthless I was never taking no for an answer I just needed to figure out how I could get to the yes yeah (laughs) and um, and I found that there was a need um, in in the beauty world and um, if I couldn't get the job on set then I would try to get the job behind the scenes so that I can stay relevant in the industry Hmm. in the entertainment world,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and I was very blessed because I never had an agent or manager, and I worked on some very large projects um, and keeping this, I guess you could say, hustle mentality, um, but in order to work in Hollywood, you had to have your license um, when it came to the cosmetology world, and so that's where my cosmetology career path really um, took flight, and um, I was competing in a lot of different hair shows. And uh, picked up by Dior International. I actually was assisting on Rodeo Drive, so it didn't get any better than 90210 zip codes um, <laughs> and me. Yes. <laughs> so I thought. So I thought. <laughs> um, and then three days a week, I would work at an all African American hair salon, so that I got two different sides of the spectrum in the in the hair world as uh, as an assistant. And then I again, I had to support my child, so um, mm. I was actually I, I was blessed to be able to get a job at a juvenile correctional center cutting hair and, uh, and wow. paid by the government, even without my license. So <laughs> so I was always trying to figure out how to get that next next job, basically, um, And until I graduated. And then once I graduated, um, I did go to the salon in uh, Beverly Hills to work. But sadly, the rules of engagement at that time was that I had to assist for three years and, um, and quite frankly, I just couldn't afford that. Yeah. I just
0: couldn't. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, LA is a very high cost of living and even then. And so, um, that there was the end of my, I guess you could say hair career. Now I was still working in the beauty side of it, but I went on the freelance side at that point and, um, and then worked typically or not typically, but various nine to five jobs, um, as account executive and, mm. Um, And there's where I probably got my next skill set in sales and and understanding the power of communication over the phone and uh, voice inflection and effective listening and things like that that you think you're just really in there for a job. Right. But I was really developing other skill sets that I didn't realize would be as powerful as they were until I entered the world at Redken. And so... Mm. um, California at that time, they had an economic crisis with the mortgage or with the housing market, which led me to South Florida. And then South Florida had its own new journey. I had to reinvent myself. Mm. I, you know, the market in, as far as the entertainment world is totally different. It's all non-union versus union work. So if you are in the beauty industry and you don't know the difference in those things and you're looking to um, explore that, that's very, very important. And, um, and again, these are things that as I was going along my journey, I didn't realize these were little nuggets that I was g- gathering along the way to get me to this point. Right. And so um, I entered into the fitness world, um, just trying to lose weight and build on my self-esteem. And of course, when you're in South Beach, you see all these beautiful women walking around in their swimsuits. And so uh-huh. I already just
0: <laughs> I know. That's when I, that's when I the moo-moos the <laughs> come out. <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> yeah, I don't right. want to
0: like compare myself to them. <laughs>
1: Talking yeah, talk about just self-confidence. My yeah. goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so I wanted to overcome that insecurity and I got into fitness and I met amazing women that were so supportive and friends to this day. And one of my clients, because I was freelancing, said, you know, Monet, why don't you, have you ever thought about starting your own cosmetic line? And so I credit this to her because I had never thought about it. I was doing, like I said, freelance makeup and everything, and I thought, hey, what the heck, why not? And I was working for um, a technology company at that time, and the entire my entire team of um, account executives that I was friends with there, they all helped me come up with the name Shape of Monet, and, um, and they were very much involved, very, very much yes. involved. So it was the first line of cosmetics that was ever introduced to the world of fitness. And so I had carved out this unique niche. And shades of
0: Monet, which, by the way, before we we um, go on to commercial, if you're watching on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or whatever, whatever you're command is but i am wearing shades of monet at at this moment <laughs> so um i have some oh. eyeshadow on i have my bronzer on and girl i am like i'm rocking it today so um stay tuned because after this brief commercial break we'll have more to come your way of monet's amazing testimony and her story so stay tuned welcome back to the beauty boss show with brenda Oliveres on vinyl draft radio Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Show. And as you know, it is a motivational Monday. That's what I love about doing this show on hashtag motivational Monday. And today I have a very, very special guest with me, Monet Colbert. Um, if you missed the first segment, you got to hear a little bit of her testimony and how she started and where where she like, had that seed planted, and you are not missing it because don't worry, you'll be able to reference back and listen to the entire rest of the show here in a few days. We will have it up for you on SoundCloud. So, um, Monet let's get back into it because you know everyone's sitting at the edge of their seat because they're like totally relating to you right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're
1: totally related well, to you right now <laughs> yeah well yeah the, the journey the entrepreneur journey is definitely the roller coaster that's for sure so um mm-hmm. you know just to continue on that you know when i was um, when i had the cosmetic line and I you know, you know how it is when you're starting your first business. You're like, this is going to be the bomb. I'm going to just make millions. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to love me. I've got all these things lined up. And then all of a sudden you get hit with, like, this big cease and desist letter. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what? Yep. Yeah. What? I have to stop. And so, needless to say, I was faced with um, a situation with a large global uh, cosmetic company that actually wanted the rights to my company's name. Oh. So, the cease and desist letter actually... Uh, landed on my wedding day. <laughs> oh, wow! So, talk about talk about like happy times. And I had just just resigned from the company that I was with. Um, but um, all said and done, it took four years. But um, I won the rights to my company name, and uh, and the journey continued to move on or move forward. But during that time. Sadly, we were, as an economy, going through an economic crisis. And we all remember that, the housing market.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so
1: I was also working part-time or full-time for another company because I had to deal with this legal matter, obviously. So now I needed money to come in uh, and handle the attorneys and everything. Um, And so the company that I was working for was uh, in the M&A market. And if you don't know what that means, mergers and acquisitions. So I was buying and selling companies. Mm -hmm. And, um, And my husband was in the wholesale lending side. So if you ever see the movie, The Big Short, that's really my life on film.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, seriously. So yeah. <laughs> he, he was very seriously. The two banks that closed down initially were his banks. And we relocated here to Georgia to salvage everything. And um, and then the last equity firm that I worked for was shut down as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's where it came to my last five-year journey, basically, and how I got to Redkin. And my husband asked me a very – very profound question at the time that was probably the most most important time in my life. And that was what's the 10 year plan. And I knew that I had been for years working in the beauty industry, but just freelancing, just not as a hairstylist. And I said, you know what, I want to own a salon. And I knew at this point, now we're going uh, 24 years and never doing hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how that was going to work out, but I was going to figure it out. That's one thing I'm going to do is figure it out. Yeah. So fast forward, I interviewed, I always say I interviewed 32 salons until I got down to the, the five of my choice. And I was very transparent about what I wanted. I would let them know that, look, I wanted to be a salon owner. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that because I feel that if you work from a place of transparency, somebody will give you a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: When you don't work from that and you have an agenda, they will see right through you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Totally agree.
1: And and that can be very detrimental to your current situation mm-hmm. as well as the long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was um, luckily fortunate enough to um, attend one of my first Red King classes. And, uh, of course, I had to, because, remember, I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, let's just put it. I knew how to style here. I didn't know how to do color and cut, you know. Right, so, right, right, right. Um, But fast forward, I ended up meeting uh, Julie Lard, uh, uh, Danny DeVoe, uh, Braden Palatier. I mean, I had the best class I could have oh, had yeah. for All my amazing,
0: class. Amazing All amazing, amazing yes, artists.
1: amazing. Amazing artists. amazing Yep. And when I saw them facilitate, I knew right then and there that's where I was supposed to be. But how was I going to get there with no credentials, right? right. Not the credentials that I thought I needed. And so um, nine months later, I'll just make it short because it's all chronicled through the book. I ended up becoming a artistic educator with Redkin. And just to kind of put some framework around that, because some people that are listening they know you were an artist. Yep. And I was an artist, but I was just to be clear on what a um, Redken artist is to a Redkin Artistic Educator, which now they have the title Brand Sales Educator, one is on contract and one is on salary. So right. it becomes a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And so as I was going through this journey, which really helped put things in, um, in alignment with all the things that I had done, I realized that my gift was, Developing in business, uh, and business, and uh, developing style in business, yeah. and yeah. career mapping, and so that's how I got here. So after five years working with them, and being very fortunate, and um, and just grateful that they even honestly, they just gave me, they gave me a shot. They yeah. knew exactly what they were working with, but they also knew that I was not going to take no for an open answer. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've emailed them. It to my end of the bargain, let me tell you. <laughs> but, um, but it was an amazing experience, and it got me where I am today. And, uh, and it helped put things in perspective on what my role is in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And I love hair. I love makeup. But I am passionate about developing people. Yes, and, which, um, which brings and us. And I have a track record of doing it.
0: Yes, and which brings us to now your book. you now have a book. And um, so let the listeners know the name of your book.
1: Um, It's Sheer Destiny, 50 Ways to Map Out Your Career and Win. And um, and the title was actually inspired two years ago when I was going through the transition of do I, am I ready to leave Redkin and go for that big, you know, I'm doing this again, this entrepreneurial journey. I'm doing it once again, you know. Or am I not ready? And it was all in alignment with that, I have to say that because they were going through a territorial uh, transition,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the next phase was just not the fit for me. Yeah. And so it was the it was a it was a happy ending, but it was also like, wow, you know, this has definitely come to fruition, and maybe it is time now to go down this journey and do it exactly the way I knew I could have done it before. Yeah, but. I just had life's ob- obstacle get in the way. But again, if it wasn't for those, if it wasn't for those obstacles, I would not be here talking to you today about
0: this. Oh, for sure. For sure. I tot—I totally agree because I'm, you know, right there with you, sister. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. right, there,
0: right there with you. So this is what inspired you to write your book, you know, was... Not
1: almost- my journey so much, but rather the... The stylist that I actually would work with, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, my territory was all the way from South Florida to Nashville, Tennessee. So I worked with over hundreds of salons, hundreds, hundreds, and thousands of stylists. And the stories, the questions, and you get this all the time, I'm sure, too. You know, how do I become an artist? Yeah. And, or, <laughs> how do I get where you are? I want to be and, where you're at.
0: And it's like, girl, yes, yes, there's yes. a lot that goes into this.
1: <laughs> and, exactly. And what I learned was I needed to frame, I needed, so remember those skill sets that I was learning in, in phone sales? Yeah. I I started hearing the questions a little differently, and mm. I started framing my answers differently. And I was asking questions like, well, is it that you are trying to get out of the salon and no longer work behind the chair? Mm-hmm. Or do you have a passion in educating? Because it's really not the shiny, or are you looking at the shiny nickel and you just want to be the platform artist so that you have some focus on you because you're not getting focused elsewhere? Yes. And it became more of a logical question. Mm-hmm. And what I was really realizing is that, first of all, not everybody who comes out of cosmetology school should be behind the chair. Right. Okay, and it's not because Amen. they're bad hairstylists. <laughs> right. Amen. But, it's not but it's not because they're bad hairstylists. It's because they might have a different skill set yeah. that our industry actually needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: they're better suited there, right? Yes. So when I started asking these questions and I started seeing, you know, just more of the, uh, a defeated um, energy from them, mm. I felt compelled to figure out why is it that when we come out of school, we only look at going to or becoming a hairstylist mm-hmm. or being a makeup artist?
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: it. Yep. We don't look at well. What about product development? What about marketing? What about now? You got digital marketing, which you didn't have that 20 years ago. No. There's so this industry is so vast, but we limit our scope because of two things. Number one, we're not not we're not really, really informed, these things, informed on these things in school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where they talk about them, but they're really not structuring them to come out and put you into those places. Yeah. I know because I've taught in them, right? Yeah. So, um, but the other thing is, is that we're not sharing that information. So as a corporate educator, I got more insight on 30 other brands because I, I supported 30 something consultants. So those consultants would actually have connections to other brands.
0: Yes, and on that note, yes, and on that note, um, those of you that are listening right now, there's a lot more to come um, from that as well, and that you're going to get more insight on after this brief commercial break. Make sure to stay tuned because we've got more coming your way. And welcome back to the Beauty Boss Show. I hope you are getting inspired today because it is hashtag Motivational Monday. And as you're listening, we are speaking with Monet Colbert. And we are talking about her new book. She is the author of an amazing book that's out right now. You want some inspiration? You got to get online and order this book today. Today, today, today. So, Monet... (laughs) So right before break, we were talking about how like not all beauty positions are meant to be behind the chair. There is a vast amount of positions when it comes to the beauty industry, which I love that we talked about because you might have a passion for the beauty industry But you might not be all that great at doing hair. And that's okay. It it is okay because that doesn't mean you can't be a rock star in another position, you know, because as you heard Monet's story, you know, she kind of went through a whole journey here and was like getting off and get back on and getting off and getting back on. So as you can see, she pretty much tried it all. So she is an expert in every area, (laughs) which is amazing. But what I loved in your book is when you talked about career mapping and you mentioned it on the previous segment about career mapping. And I loved that. I loved that because I am big about career mapping. I talk about it when I'm coaching one-on-ones and war boards and career mapping are a big deal to me. I mean they're m they're a big deal right. to me. So I love the fact that you talked about that in your book.
1: Right. Well thank you. So in, in the book I made it really simple. So depending on what career you wanted to career path you wanted to go down. Let's say you wanted to become a hairstylist, let's mm-hmm. say you wanted to open up a salon, maybe you wanted to become an educator. Each chapter is broken down in segments of the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. So I try to I try to put it on a micro level um, as best as I could without kind of going down a rabbit trail. Yeah. Um, The book not only just chronicles the journey and the ups and downs, because here's one of the other things. When people go into cosmetology, school, this always baffles me when they come out. They don't, I don't know why they don't understand that they're going to be at 100% commission.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But yet they invested in 100% commission jobs.
0: Yep.
1: Right? Yeah. So, but the frustration that they get is that they're not making enough money. So this is where I think the responsibility comes on to the schools is finding out like, okay, if that's the case, then we need to put you down a different career path right. that will give you a salary where you can still be in the beauty industry. Yes. So that's kind of where I took on that onus and said, okay, fine, here's what we'll do. The book is not only just for the novice, it's for the senior stylist, too, because, again, the person who came to me asking if they can be an educator are stylists. They've been in the game for a long time. Mm -hmm. They're trying to come from behind the chair. They're looking for that next stage in life.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Mm -hmm. And one thing is guaranteed as a hairstylist, you're going to stop doing hair eventually Mm -hmm. by choice or or, or not by choice. So then where do you go from there? Yeah what skillset, what skill set did you develop? Mm-hmm. And so in the book, that's what I talk about. I give you tools to help you figure out are you even set up for success right now to be a viable candidate? So in other words, if you go th- when you go through the book, there's tools to talk about the big players. So the big players have smaller companies that they buy. Most people are only attached to the brands that they are knowledgeable on, or yeah. those are the brands that maybe their salons use. Mm-hmm. But there are hundreds of brands out there, yes. thousands of brands, and they all work under two major big umbrellas, one and the other one competing against each other. We don't need to say who they are. We know who they are, yep, right? Yep. Uh, but, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have good, good friends that work for both of them. So I love you right, all. So.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, and I love them all too. And um, and 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 again, coming in from the corporate side, it opened up this paradigm where I'm like, wow, there's this huge world that most people don't know about. Yeah. And so, so that's true. what I share in the book is that give you literally the roadmap. To figure out, if I go from point A to point B, and this is where I want to go, and this is my destiny, this is my destination, mm-hmm. but I'm not qualified for it because I don't know what I need, I'm giving you those tools to figure it out because I've already been there. I know what they're looking for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know what they want. Yep. I didn't have the skill set technically, and I still got the job. So to say that it takes years of experience, and that's the only way they'll hire you, is not true. Mm-hmm. Every That's brand it. is looking for something unique. Yes. You have to figure that within yourself and you have to it, it helps to have a tool like Sheer destiny to help you along that journey so that yes. you know okay this is this could potentially be a roadblock you're going to face.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's go ahead and clean this area up or get it packaged mm-hmm. so that it's not an obstacle. Mm-hmm. And you are ready prepared for the no or the yes. Yes.
0: Yes, which kind of goes into, you know, my two favorite chapters was embracing the S word and the other one developing your brand. Um, anyone who has listened to my show or has, you know, come and visited me at my, my salon or shadowed me or so on, or I facilitated a class for you, you know that I'm big about branding, Um it's a big deal. I, I speak it all the time. I tell people copyright your work, copyright who you are. You know, it, it speaks, it speaks so loudly. And, you know, when you're talking about exactly what you're talking about right now is going into that. Can we kind of like touch on that chapter on developing your brand? Because that's, that's so huge. And it kind of goes in with what you just finished speaking about.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, and the reason why I even brought that, that chapter up in the book was because, um, you know, in Redkin we learned a lot about, you know, developing your brand. Mm-hmm. And, and I was always stumped on that question because I my identity was wrapped around shades of Monet. Mm-hmm. And then I became the Redken girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't I'm still known to, to that, <laughs> even though, you know, I worked for another brand, you know, for the last, what, almost two years, almost. And... Even though when people see me, they're like, oh, yeah, you're that Redkin girl. And I was like, I haven't been Redkin in a long time. Yeah,
1: right. right. And, and, it, and, it's a, and it's a compliment. It is a compliment. It, it's not, yeah, it's a compliment. But when you are in a space that is competitive, yeah, you have to stand out above the rest. For and sure. And you have to have your own identity. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it wasn't until two years ago when I was going through some um, personal matters where I realized, my identity, my per me as the individual is really about developing people, being authentic and just being a straight shooter. That's just who I am. For sure. What you see is what you hate, period. Yep. yep. Um, I love my industry but sometimes hate the message it sends. Yeah. I feel that sometimes we don't support each other as artists as much as we should. Yes. When we see someone's weak, we don't take the time to lift them up. And these were the areas that were my strengths because Mm -hmm. over the five years, every class that I taught, I had reviews passed out. And I'd have them, you know, give me a review and Mm -hmm. and tell me what it was. And the song that I kept hearing was that you're motivational. You inspired me to see beyond this. Mm -hmm. You, you know, just lifted them up and put them in a space where they could figure out Right now, before we talk about brands, we need to figure out who you are. Yeah. And I think when you figure out who you are, you then naturally, your brand exudes itself.
0: Oh, And you're
1: not trying to keep up with the Joneses. And you're not trying to keep the coolest hair or the the highest fashion because your budget probably can't even afford it. Right. You're just, you're playing a part right now. But when you really get deep down inside and you figure out who you are first, your brand will speak for itself.
2: Mm, my brand message. speaks
1: for itself on on my website. You can uh, on my website and on my social media pages. It is very consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't sell fluff. It sells hope, inspiration. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. all in the beauty industry. I am an artist. My tool is hair and makeup. My products are a book and makeup. But
0: my brand is hope. Mm, that's good word. That's good word. I, and I hope those that are listening in right now that you're taking a lot of this in, you know, write it down, jot it down. I mean, even if it's a small piece of paper because they're exactly what Monet is speaking on. I mean, there is hope in, in this industry and supporting each other is such a big deal for me. You know, if you deal, yeah, yeah, a hashtag collaboration versus competition it's a big big deal so stay tuned because I've got more coming your way this is getting good I mean we could write a bible a hair bible so (laughs) stay tuned after this brief commercial break we have more coming your way welcome back to the beauty boss show with Brenda Alavarez on vinyl draft radio welcome back to the beauty boss show I hope I hope I hope and and I know that you are you have a big smile on your face right now I I know those that are listening in you have a huge smile because you know what you've got you've got hope everything that you've heard today you're like oh my gosh I know that you related to today's show and everything that Monet was speaking about is exactly the whole purpose of why this show came together. Of why the Beauty Boss Show is so important and why it's my heart and soul. Um, you know, like she said, you know, you're, there's many different vast areas where you can be in the beauty industry. And I never, in my wildest dreams, did I ever think that I was gonna be a radio host, <laughs> you know, and hosting a show that is all about you guys, you know, and but now it's my heart and soul, it's my passion. It's what I wake up every day, you know, just, you know, it's on my mind when I wake up, it's on my mind before I go to bed. And all because of you that are listening, the show wouldn't be where it's at today if it wouldn't be for you listeners, you know, and people like Monet and people that want to get involved and and share the inspiration and share the love. All across the world. So, um Monet, thank you for that. You know, for wanting to be a part of this because it's it's so amazing. And uh, you know, before we went to com- to the commercial break, It it was like, we were like talking hair Bible, you know, because it's like, it it was so good. I mean, it was so, the message is clear. The message is amazing. And I know a lot of people have a huge smile on their face right now going, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I will, and I will, and I will. So, you know, from developing your brand, from your journey along the way from where it all started to where you are now, you know, we were taught think outside the box, and that is exactly what you did mm-hmm. e- yeah. ex- exactly what you did and look at you now giving hope yes, yes, a lot yeah. of boxes and and you're giving hope and you're giving hope, so Monet, where can people find? your book, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Because I know that they're feeling inspired. Like you said, it's all about being authentic and being real. And I know that a lot of people can relate to you, you know, as we speak, you know, where can they find you?
1: Well, on Facebook, on all my social platforms, it's just at Monet Colbert. You could say Colbert, the one is is correct. So Mm -hmm. um, M-O-N-E-T-C-O-L-B-E-R-T. And then as far as Sheer Destiny, the book, um, that is on Amazon. I'm proud to say uh, last two or two weeks ago, we just got it on Audible. So I know our hairstylist. The reason why I even did Audible is because I got a lot of feedback from hairstylists that kept asking, is it on Audible? So now it's on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we can have this, you know, girl time together. So, yes. um, so it's and And uh, as far as Shades of Monet Cosmetics, they can find that um, on uh, dot com.
0: Awesome. 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 So
1: oh, one other thing, I do have an inner circle group too, and it's Chase and Monet inner circle. So people are looking to advance their careers and get some inside scoops on industry opportunities. All they have to do is just like us or um, request access. It is a private group and I keep it that way. Um, and you don't have to be in the beauty industry. You could be a beauty, uh, beauty professional and or an entrepreneur or looking to become an entrepreneur. So as a brand strategist, I work with uh, different individual or different industries.
0: So, Awesome. Awesome. So I hope you guys, you know, got all that information. Of course, I will get all the information from Monet and share it on the Beauty Boss Show page um, on Facebook. So you'll be able to get in case you did not get all the information, it will be loaded up uh, later this evening you'll be able to um, to get that as well um, as y'all know if you loved what you were hearing today with the book um, you can win a free copy of this book so um, you will win a free copy uh, there's a simple make sure to go to the beauty boss show Facebook page all the information is on there um, it's simple all you have to do is um, comment on today's show where the information is up um, comment simply by putting hashtag collaboration versus competition on the comment make sure to like it and share it with all your beauty professionals um, our page the beauty boss show page and make sure to share it because we want to get the word out and as you know in case you don't win you can order your copy today on Amazon so you you have lots of opportunities to get your hands on this but Monet let's also talk about you know before we go about some other opportunities that they have that go along with the books um, like career mapping and so on some tools that they have and where can they find that?
1: Um, Well, the Inner Circle group, so initially when I wrote the book, um, you'll be able to, like, journal throughout the book as well. I thought that that was important. Yes. Um, So the book, it really will become your Bible. Yes. You'll see your own personal growth because each chapter will ask you certain questions, where you are in your career currently, and get you to start self-reflecting. And um, and then when you get to that chapter about your brand, you may have the answer, you may not have the answer, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to help guide you through that. And then um, the resources you can find in our Inner Circle group as well. Um, you can also go to ShadesandMoney.com. And I'm always asking, answering questions on my Facebook page uh, on the front end as well. Yes. The Inner Circle group is more of a, uh, a development group, whereas on the front line of Facebook, that's more of the inspirational makeup, hair, mm-hmm. you know, ad stuff, all that. But in the group, it's more of a development group.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So before we close today, Monet, in a few words, in one, sent- one sentence, what is something that you can pass on as a gem to our listeners?
1: Never give up. Love it. And, and I know that sounds very cliché. But what might not seem like an opportunity now, I promise you, if I, if I knew I was going to be here where I am today, doing what I'm doing with thousands of, of entrepreneurs and hairstylists, I, 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 could just, I could just kick myself in the butt for being so miserable years ago <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. of all of these obstacles that I had faced. Um, I just didn't appreciate them then as much as I do now yes. because I'm able to serve um, with clarity. And so never give up. Yes,
0: yes, that I, I totally agree. And even the part when, you know, in your book where you said, you know, how, um, you know, stylists sometimes they compete with each other at a competitive level and leads to unnecessary complications. You know, that's so true because when you speak about never give up, and developing your brand, things like that, it's finding who you are, mm-hmm. you know, finding who yeah. you are and bringing that out, bringing that out to the forefront. I love that.
1: And to add to that, not only just finding who you are, but carving out your own niche. Yeah. I, I look at it like what I do now is so unique. But yet, I can still be a hairdresser. I can Mm -hmm. still be a makeup artist. I can still do editorial stuff. I can do all those if I want to. Or I could be the resource that helps others that want to aspire to do that and say, here it is. Here's the contact or connection that I have because of my journey, and I want to just extend it to you because I see that talent.
0: Amazing. The relationship
1: building is important.
0: It's very important. and. Well, we love you. We thank you for, you know, being a special guest on the show today, Monet. It was a pleasure to have you on and give inspiration. You'll have all her contact information she shared with you. I'll make sure to have it up on the Beauty Boss Show page as well. And don't forget to uh, visit VinylDraftRadio.com. We also have our one-year anniversary coming up this Tuesday at Preamble Lounge. So make sure to stop by and visit us. It starts at 7 p.m. Lots of gifts coming your way also. So make sure to come by. It's a networking without networking. And make sure you dress dress to impress because it will be an event that you won't want to miss if you're in the Bay Area. So stay tuned and we'll see you Yay. next week on the Beauty Boss Show. Thank you, Monet. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. <laughs> thank you to the team too. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Thank um, you. I'm just so proud of you guys. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And have a boss kind of Monday and we will see you next week on the Beauty Boss Show. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Boss Show with Brenda Alavarez. Be sure to check out her website at brendaalavarez.com and her Instagram at TheRealBrendaAlavarez. Join us again next week on Vinyl Draft Radio.